Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Trinity Episcopal Pocatello podcast. Peace be with you. Elise Barker's homily today explores the time that Jesus was rejected after speaking in his hometown. You'll see Elise's understanding of this story shift as she takes a deep dive using both biblical scholarship and personal experience. Based on scripture found in Luke chapter 4, verses 21 through 30, here is Jesus at home. Holy Spirit, open our eyes, our ears, and our hearts, that we may hear and receive your word. Amen. If you place today's gospel reading from Luke in its context, it follows Jesus's time in the wilderness. Prior to the events in today's reading, Jesus spent 40 days being tempted and tested by the devil, and then he returned to his own country in Galilee and began his ministry of teaching, prophesying, and healing. He establishes a reputation in his home country, but he doesn't immediately return to his hometown of Nazareth. And like the residents of Nazareth, us readers don't get to see the specifics of those early teachings. We only know of them because the narrator of Luke's gospel tells us, quote, Then Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread through the surrounding country. He began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When I teach narrative writing, I call this kind of writing telling. We have to trust the narrator to create generalities for us, and there are a lot of unknowns. The converse type of writing is writing that shows. It lets us see, hear, taste, touch, and smell the particulars of a specific situation. Writing that shows is set in a specific time and place. Individual characters get a chance to speak and specific actions are mentioned. For instance, I could tell you Jesus is a healer, but it might be more effective to show a story of Jesus teaching in, say, Capernaum, where the crowd is so deep that the people have to lower a paralyzed man through an opening in the roof so Jesus can heal him. Jesus says to the man, I tell you, get up. Take your mat and go home. The paralyzed man gets up, takes his mat, and walks out. Everyone is amazed, saying, we have never seen anything like this. The story, with dialogue and characters, makes the story real. We see that Jesus is a healer, and that that we don't need to be told after a story like that. So today's reading mostly shows through the dialogue and reactions of people of Nazareth to the things Jesus says. What does Luke show us? He shows us that Jesus doesn't want to give any evidence to the people of his hometown. 
he resists the urge to show them anything, saying, truly, I tell you, no prophet is accepted in the prophet's hometown. This statement is often interpreted as no one who has seen a person grow up can take that person's success seriously. <laughs> the I knew you win interferes with our ability to be dazzled. But I'm not satisfied with this interpretation. And I'll be honest, I can't help but be a little disappointed in Jesus. I totally identify with the people who said, is not this Joseph's son? So first off, I think about times when children I knew started succeeding their own as adults. When I watched McKenna leading worship on our YouTube stream, when I saw Grace dancing the Sugar Plum Fairy, when I served as volunteer counselee for Aspen's graduate school internship, I get filled with a tender, I knew them when feeling when I watched them perform with my own eyes. And as impressive as Henry's debating accolades are, I still haven't seen him do it in person. So I have to trust Beth when she tells me it's impressive. My tender sense of pride isn't as strong about his debating skills as they are for his singing skills because I've actually heard him sing. Is this not my friend's child? Come on, show us. Don't make us trust to gossip and hearsay. Show us. Show us and make us proud. Maybe Jesus resists the urge to show because he doesn't want that easy praise. Maybe it feels a bit too much like a talent show. <laughs> Maybe it's too much like showing off. Maybe it means too little coming from the lady <laughs> who tears up when kids she loves sing, even when they sing off key or pick their nose mid-performance. <laughs> Maybe faith that comes from blind sentimentality is too easy. Okay, I guess I can see that. Still disappointed, but I get it. But another reason I'm disappointed is having famous people hail from our own hometown is the closest claim to fame many of us will ever get. So come on, Jesus, play your greatest hits for us. You did for those folks in Capernaum, and they aren't even your friends and neighbors. We are your people. Don't we deserve a taste of your magic? Okay, wait a sec. There it is. We're your people. We're special. I'm starting to get this. That attitude is starting to sound quite proprietary and exclusive. Like we're better than other people because we knew you before. But Jesus is nothing if not inclusive. He isn't here to favor one community over another. He is here for the whole world and particularly for those most vulnerable. He emphasized this in his teaching at the synagogue in Nazareth when he read the following from the scroll from the prophet Isaiah. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus emphasizes that he was sent in service to the poor, the captive, the blind, and the oppressed. Those are his people, not the people of Nazareth. And the, the vulnerable have no single geographical home. 
the more we push the claim that Jesus owes us a display of his powers, the more he will resist. We may get frustrated when Jesus chooses to tell instead of show, but we have to resist the anger that drove the people of Nazareth to violently try to drive Jesus off a cliff. As I reflect on this, especially today, as we prepare for Trinity's annual meeting, when many of us are concerned about our own projects and personal interests in our own little corner of the universe, I feel Jesus tugging me to look outside the walls of this building and into the community and beyond. Who are Jesus's people? What do their stories show us about where our ministry should take us next? Amen. grateful you've listened today, and we hope that you found something helpful in today's episode. Our mission is to weave God's unfinished tapestry, and by listening, you are a part of that mission. So thank you. If you would like to know more about our parish or the Episcopal Church, you can find us online at www.trinitypocatello.org. Thanks be to God.